I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. My name is Randy Stotts, and you're listening to Pro Lacrosse Talk. Right off the bat, there's Lyle Thompson. Kylie Elmiller showing off those shifty skills. Driver driving hard down the alley, and he scores. What a goal from Josh Bird. Caleb Trainer flips and scores. What You're kidding me. By Dylan Ward. Gets topside wrap. Oh, scores. Welcome to Pro Lacrosse Talk, your go-to podcast for interviews with professional players, coaches, and executives, as well as the latest news and analysis from all three professional lacrosse leagues. Now, here are your hosts, Adam Moore and Hutton Jackson. What's up, Pro Lacrosse fans? Welcome to another edition of Pro Lacrosse Talk presented by Fanatics. Reminder to visit prolacrossetalk.com forward slash NLL shop or forward slash NLL shop dash CA for your official NLL team gear from fanatics i'm your host hutton jackson joined us by my co-host adam moore as always we welcome all who are listening but in particular those who are watching on spotify but it is the new year happy new year adam how's it going it's going great man starting a new year fresh and already tons of lacrosse to talk about so excited to dive into this one in a bunch of different leagues absolutely i haven't seen you since last year it's crazy <laughs> but I'm the, uh I'm the, I'm the dad come on that's a dad joke i'm i have dad jokes uh galore new year but same old crappy jokes uh from <laughs> me um happy to have you back as my co-host uh for this week missed you last week luckily sam was able to come on he did a great job uh joining me and uh appreciate you knocking out an interview with randy stotts that we'll hear from later today as well um so definitely you guys stay tuned for that we appreciate randy hopping on but um 2021 has gone and 2022 is here but you know i figured we could talk a little bit about some of our favorite moments from 2021 just to kind of tie a nice ribbon on this year that was uh pretty awesome for pro lacrosse you know saw the return of the nll um saw the pll you know enter its third season and at the au's first season uh, but what were some of your top moments from 2021 adam yeah, a couple uh, that, that that come to mind immediately. Uh, I posted uh, on Twitter the Kayla Trainer no goal goal um, where she air gated. Uh, I think it just must be a Syracuse coach thing that they have the ability <laughs> to do that, right? Um, I think that was one of the best moments uh, of the AU season, even though it technically didn't count. And a goal uh, in particular that did count that blew up on, on Twitter, made the Sports Center top ten, uh, was Nicole Levy's goal. Um, during the AU season as well. So those were a couple AU ones. And just in general, the AU first season for AU uh, overall was, was phenomenal with uh, Taylor Cummings winning the championship. So obviously a ton of really awesome moments, but always love uh, highlighting the women's game, the women's pro game uh, and the AU and looking forward to seeing them in 2022 as well. Yeah, no. And I, I think what they were able to do with the media side of things, you know, those athletes have been scoring those types of goals for a while, but yep. the content um, that they produced, week in and week out was great. Um, you know, you got stylistic highlights of those types of goals, particularly, you know, Nicole Levy goal that again, like you said, blew up. Um, and it's just great to see that the women's game is getting it, it's due and that they're going to be back for season two. So um, exciting there. It sounds like they're going to have some news coming out uh, pretty recently since talking to them uh, this off season. So that's exciting as well. Uh, but for me, I, I really, 
seeing the MLL and the PLL merger come to fruition, you know, obviously that happened late last year, you know, in 2020, but everything kind of came together in 2021. Uh, you know, the cannons being introduced as the eighth expansion team, you had the PLL entry draft where Lyle Thompson went number one overall to no surprise. Um, and just seeing, you know, all these players under one roof once again um, with the, you know, PLL's media engine behind it. Uh, I think it was, you know, the best year for field lacrosse that we've seen in a long time. Um, and the play on the field was also phenomenal too. You got a new cha- champion with the chaos, um, you know, upsetting the whip snakes. I mean, there was a lot to see and they returned to the touring model. So, um, you know, it's exciting that they were able to do that. And, uh, I, you know, we're going to get to that a little bit later with our pro lacrosse resolutions, but uh, I thought the PLL was awesome. Some of the, the moments too, um, that really, I think personally was the Nick Morocco game winning saves, um, that he made against the archers. Uh, you know, I had some money riding on that on their money line, um, that ended up cashing as well, but, um, that was a, a fun moment. I mean, again, you know, you could look at the chaos's run throughout the whole playoffs too, and what they were able to accomplish the chase Frazier goal, uh, in Philly when he did that, you know, scoop and backhand, uh, was amazing. And that kind of like put the dagger in, uh, the Atlas in that game. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of fun moments. Um, and who can forget the return of the NLL this year yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think just, just from a, a personal side too, you know, we were able to see a game live this year, you know, mm-hmm. obviously lucky that the PLL was able to put on the bubble uh, last year, but uh, to go out to a couple of venues this year to, to see them uh, in action in person, um, it just felt like things were getting a little bit back to normal. And that was uh, a big moment for me too, is just being, being able to see people in person, watch the sport we all love so much uh, and really enjoy it uh, from, from a bird's eye view. Yeah, no, and that was my first time uh, reten- attending a sporting event since the you know COVID shutdown um, in Philadelphia when I you know got to attend with you and a bunch of our other PLT contributors went to DC as well and you were in Baltimore as well too so you you made you know, three stops yeah, yeah there you go um, so yeah it was great and then the NLL is back too and we, you know we have some plans to see some Wings games uh, this coming spring which will be fun um, but uh, yeah it's great to see you know and unfortunately uh, we did have a, a little bit of which we'll get to with the COVID. Um, you know, with cases rising, the NL had to, you know, make, I think the smart decision of postponing, um, the one week, uh, you know, but it sounds like there was only three games this week anyway. So I think they should be able to easily reschedule them. And I still think their, their plans are to, you know, move full steam ahead. Um, they have been people in on the COVID list, but I think it was a smart decision given there was only three games going to occur this weekend. Anyway, people returning, you know, after, you know, seeing family for the holidays, it was probably on all smart. We'll get into that a little bit and recap some of the big games that happened last time we saw in action. But one of my other moments from 2021 is the announcement of the Las Vegas franchise. Now, I think it was the worst kept secret that it was going to be Las Vegas getting a franchise. But when it was finally announced, um, the ownership group was crazy. You know, Wayne Gretzky as an owner, along with Joe Sy as well as uh, Dustin Johnson and Steve Nash. I mean, you couldn't ask for better owners, I think, um, especially given like they're all, you know, different pockets of the sports world, golf, yep. basketball, um, you know, hockey, of course, which the connection with Gretzky's there. Um, but we've read a recent article in Sports Business Journal where Nick Sakevich uh, talked to them. Um, you know, it sounds like Las Vegas is going to announce their name pretty soon in the next coming months. So we should be getting, you know, some branding coming out. Their Twitter account has been pretty active, uh, pretty funny in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they tweeted, should we announce our name during the Lexus uh, December to remember event, which I thought was pretty funny. You know, are we going to get the Las Vegas Lexuses? I hope not. Um, but I, I thought of some names and so we're going to play 
hot or not, where you're going to tell me if this is a hot name or not a hot name, because, you know, their slogan so far has been coming in hot. So I came up with four, um, you know, hopefully you like one of these, but uh, the first one, since the, the heat theme is going on, you know, you can't really call them the, the heat. There's already the basketball team, but I thought maybe the Las Vegas scorchers or Las Vegas scorch, you know, we get so many gambling references, but this is, you know, more of a, a desert reference. What, what do you think of that? Yeah, not too bad. I'm, I'm like lukewarm on those. Uh, I, uh, when you, when you immediately said uh, the, the heat side things, I, I thought of uh, just the burn because um, you get mm. burnt a lot in, in Vegas with, with some bad bets. Here there you there. Go. So uh, I think there's something there could possibly be there with, with the, the heat theme, but I think uh, Albany might have something to say uh, with the firewolves. Uh, that's a, that's a too many cooks in the kitchen. It might get a little hot in there. Charlie yeah. kitchen. <laughs> yeah. I, I like burn actually. Uh, I might like that better than scorcher scorchers, but uh, you know, I did mention that gambling tends to come into the picture and, yep. you know, with sports betting and everything, uh, I thought Las Vegas blackjacks, I thought that that would be a cool name. That's yeah. probably my, my favorite. Um, you know, and you could also go, old school NLL tradition and make it, you know, blackjacks with a J a X like the lumberjacks were, uh, where the shamrocks were, if you really wanted to, or you could do, you know, CKS, um, like the traditional way, but, um, that's another name hot or not, Adam. Uh, more, more hot on that one. I think I, I really liked, so on the gambling side of things, it's super fitting. There was a, a arena football league team, uh, in Atlantic city, um, mm-hmm. the Atlantic city blackjacks, and they had a pretty solid logo. And I, I think there's a lot you could do with that. Um, and I definitely think, uh, that would be a solid name. They could do some really cool things with it. So I'm more hot on that one for sure. Okay. And then my next one is Las Vegas Mirage you know, cause the desert mirage, what do you, what do you think of this one? You know, it might be a little dicey given, you know, the casinos, um, and the, the resorts mirage, but what do you think of that one? I'm, I'm, uh, that, that'd be not for me. I think uh, <laughs> okay. just, uh, uh, you know, you could do a lot with the mirage side things, but, uh, that, that, that's, that's a no for me on, on, on that one. I know the desert side of things, uh, is super fitting, but, uh, I'm going to go no on that one. All right. Not, not illusioned with the mirage. All yeah. right. Final one. I think, um, I think, uh, I think, uh, it, it's too close. It hits too close to home. Uh, it's not the barrage. So I think, uh, <laughs> I think uh, I'm going to say no. All right. All right. And then my final one, Las Vegas legends, you know, you have a legendary ownership group. Um, you know, I, it kind of rolls off the tongue, the Las Vegas legends. I don't know. What do you think of that one? I, I like the Las Vegas legends side of things. I do, uh, think though, there is already uh, team in Las Vegas, uh, called the Las Vegas legends. I think it's an indoor, uh, professional soccer team currently. So, um, it could, we could have a Cleveland guardians thing, you know, the, the roller derby team didn't want to give up the name. Um, and, and the, the, the soccer team could, could say the same. So, uh, I definitely think it would work. Um, I'm curious to see what would happen with that one, but I, I like it. I, it, it, it's hot. Uh, I, I consider that one a hot one, but, uh, I'm, I'm curious if, if that's the one they're going to go with. So hot on the branding, but potentially not hot on the legal side of things. So we'll have to see. But, uh, you know, if you guys have any other suggestions, feel free to tweet at us. Um, We're looking forward to the eventual, you know, name reveal when Las Vegas does reveal their name or Las Vegas, as you could say. Um, But, uh, yeah, definitely excited. You know, we got really excited with the past expansion team branding. It's fun to do this every year because it feels like there's always an expansion team, uh, whether it's the PLL or the NLL occurring. So um, definitely looking forward to see what they eventually reveal. Um, but we did mention these NFL COVID postponements. So three games were postponed. One has already been rescheduled between the rush and the seals uh, rescheduled for January 14th. So, you know, only getting pushed back two weeks. That's good there. The other two, we're still waiting to hear. 
Um, and then the Thunderbirds also rescheduled another game against the Riptide that was supposed to occur, um, you know, this, uh, this coming weekend, but it was moved to February 4th already. So, you know, Halifax's restrictions have been a little bit tighter and they've had to kind of accommodate that, but uh, good to see that they were at least be able to reschedule, you know, it's a long season. Things need to get pushed back a little bit. Um, there's always, you know, some off weeks that they're able to have the flexibility there. Um, and the more important thing is that players are hopefully getting healthy. You know, we already saw Corey Small um, get added, re-added to the, you know, the active roster after landing on the COVID list, um, as well as a few other players. So, um, and Patrick Merrill was the first coach to test positive for the Seals. So hopefully he's able to, you know, return for their next game. Um, he was the first coach in season to test positive. So I think then I'll handle it the proper way. Um, but what are your thoughts on them, you know, foregoing this past week, you know, which was centered around this, uh, this past weekend, you know, only three games and then deciding to postpone those games and return week five. Yeah. You know, uh, everything with COVID is so fluid, right? Things are changing, the, the variants popping up and, and whatnot. I think it was a smart move. You know, it's, it's something that uh, is easily rescheduled, right? With, mm-hmm. with only three games and uh, with, with other leagues uh, doing similar things like the NHL pausing for a little bit there. Um, it, it just made sense just to, to kind of get a better view of the landscape. It's not really uh, changing uh, too much in terms of scheduling and, and things like that. And uh, they can work through uh, the, the, the changing landscape as it comes. So I, I'm completely fine with it. It makes complete sense. Everyone uh, wants to be safe, want to make, want to make sure everyone uh, stays safe through this. And, and they thought this was the best route to do just that. So it makes complete sense. And looking forward to seeing them back uh, on the floor this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. But before we go into those games, let's at least talk about some two big games, in my opinion, uh, that, you know, since we last talked, um, and that was the Seals Roughnecks. You had Dane Doby return. He had seven goals. He had the sock trick plus one more and two assists. Um, So nine points and he lit it up. I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better game out of Dane Doby storybook the way that turned out. Yeah. Um, and then we'll get to, uh, you know, a little bit later to the Firewolves Nighthawks where some tempers flared, but what did you think of the return of Dane Doby to Calgary and is Calgary kind of kicking themselves for not re-signing him? Yeah, I, I, I'm sure. I mean, you, you want to have Dane Doby on your squad, right? So <laughs> I, I, I think anyone would be kicking themselves on that side of things, but um, I picked the seals in that one primarily because of, I think Dane had six goals the last time he played against the seals. So mm-hmm. uh, I said, he'd be the difference. And he most certainly was it, I don't think that was uh, talking about uh, fire and, and getting scorched. I don't think that was a burning hot take uh, that <laughs> Dane Doby is good at lacrosse and will help your team win. So um, it was an awesome matchup. Loved, loved watching it. Uh, absolute battle both ways. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, them go up against each other again. And on the flip side, you know, Calgary, you know, they hung in there till the end when the Steel started to pull away. But uh, sure. on the other side, Chris Dixon, seven points himself. He had five goals to assist. You know, I think this Calgary team is definitely not as good as they have been in years past, but definitely not as bad as maybe we believed. you know, losing a guy like Dane Doby and a few other players too, you know. So um, I think, you know, I'm interested to see their matchup coming up um, against the Nighthawks. Uh, because I think the Nighthawks are another team that looked to be better this year, whereas Calgary is, we're still trying to fit. Those are two teams I'm still trying to figure out. I think the the Nighthawks haven't really been tested too much. You know, they played the bandits tight, um, but I, I need to see a little bit more from them um, just to see if, you know, we're getting the team that beat up on the Firewolves or if we're seeing the team, you know, that, you know, kind of hung with the the bandits uh, or beat the riptide. I, I just don't know. I, you know, I think the Nighthawks are the real deal. Um, but I think it'll be a good test against Calgary. And on the flip side, Calgary 
played the rush tight. They beat the, the rush. Um, you know, they obviously played the seals tight um, and they didn't do too bad against the bandits either. So, you know, they've had a tough stretch so far. Um, and I think the Nighthawks is a good spot for them to get, get right. And uh, maybe get a win if they are the team that, you know, we think they can be. Um, but overall, yeah, this was a, a great game um, to watch. And again, you know, uh, props to Dane Doby on his return uh, again. Yeah. I, if I was Calgary's, um, front office i'm probably you know thinking uh maybe we should have signed this guy you know for another another year or whatever um maybe i shouldn't have let him walk but you know that's sports um and it was great to see him i mentioned nighthawks versus the firewolves we had some sparks fly <laughs> in this game um nighthawks got off to a lead and never really looked back firewolves kind of you know stayed alive a little bit but just wasn't overall a good day for them in their their home debut in albany um, but we had a goalie fight at him between hartley the starting goalie for the Nighthawks and then the Ethan Wood, the backup for the Firewolves, Ethan Wood got in, um, in relief for Dougie Jameson. And it only lasted about, you know, 50 seconds, um, after st- temper started to flare that both teams started to go at it. And those two goalies decided to meet in the middle and drop the gloves and, you know, their, their full pads as well for goalie fight as a goalie yourself, Adam, what were your thoughts seeing that? It was it's always impressive. It always makes me laugh when I see, uh, goalies, especially the, in the indoor league, uh, drop drop the gloves because they drop so much padding right it's not just they're <laughs> yeah. dropping gloves right like uh everything falls off and they, they look like they like have a half a sumo suit on i feel like half the time when uh when they drop the gloves and no it was an awesome battle love love to see it uh i was uh at the game i think uh it wasn't a goalie on goalie fight but it was eighth and i uh, against anthony cosmo uh it was a quick quick bout i wouldn't call it a, a full fight but I, I i've seen it in person before and uh, it was definitely an awesome battle and social media loved it right like uh-huh. you know whether whether you're for fighting or against it like eyes were on lacrosse yeah, everyone no, yeah. even just saw the random commenters like what is this i don't know what this is but uh let give me another link because i'm going to want to watch more of whatever this is so like eyes were on uh the nll um because of that fight so uh brought eyes to the sport which is a good thing yeah, I mean, you had ESPN and TSN, obviously, you know, retweeting it, but uh, you also had like TMZ picking up the story and stuff. So, yeah, I loved it. You know, fighting's a part of the NLL. Um, so from, from a Tristan standpoint, much like hockey. So I don't have a problem with it. I know, you know, people might pull up, you know, my old receipts or whatever about the I Nick Cello fight and bringing that up. Um, I thought it was different context or whatever. Again, I like it in the indoor game. Um, if they want to have it in the field game, you know, just kind of – make it rules so you can drop the gloves like, you know, you're doing the NLL, but don't kind of dance around it with like, are we allowing it or not? You know? Um, so yeah, you can pull up my old receipts. I still stand by my thoughts on that, but uh, yeah, I'd love the fight between the goalies. Um, man, what a, what a way. And you had Brendan Glasheen and Andy Towers on the call. You probably couldn't have picked two better people to be on the call for that one uh, with coach towers. So, uh, you know, a little bit of some WWE style fighting, um, from, you know, stone cold, Steve Austin, Austin doppelganger and Andy towers there. And it was nice to have him on the call, but, uh, yeah, I thought it was great. Um, like you said, ton of eyeballs on the sport because of it. Um, and yeah, and I think hopefully, you know, more people tune into the NLL because of it. it's a shame that we had a bye week and then another off week after that. Cause I felt like it built some positive momentum, but hopefully we can get that, uh, back in 2022. But speaking of positive momentum, uh, Randy Stotts is making some positive uh, recovery, you know, in his injury, um, still not ready to return to the floor just yet, but you were able to speak to him, um, you know, in an interview. So let's toss our interview with Randy Stock. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. 
This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're here with Randy Stotts, attack, attackman for Chrome Lacrosse Club and the Iroquois national team, and one of the newest members of Panther City Lacrosse Club. Randy, thanks for joining us on the show again. Hey, thanks for having me. It's uh, always a pleasure having a chat. Yeah, man, it's, it's been a minute. I think the last time you were on, you were a member of the, the Blaze still at the time. So uh, it's definitely been a little while. So a lot has changed uh, since then. You, you joined the PLL. Uh, you're on a new NLL team as well in Panther City. Let's dive into that a little bit. Um, talk about uh, when you heard uh, you were moving uh, to Panther City. Yeah, you know, I was, uh, I was, you know, shocked at first, you know, being in Georgia for six years, Yeah. Um, basically, and being that that was the only team I played for. Um, I, I was definitely, I wasn't caught off guard. I knew something was going to happen, but sure. I, I didn't know where I was going to go or, or what was going to happen. So I was, I was definitely shocked. And, you know, I think I look at it um, as a, as a good opportunity to, to start fresh and, you know, a brand new city, a brand new organization. And, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of good that comes with that. And, you know, I'm excited for it, for it. Yeah. Well, we're excited to see you back out on the floor, hopefully soon. Uh, you guys had your first home game last weekend and, and that place was rocking. Uh, what what really excites you most about uh, soon up for uh, expansion franchise and this new squad? Um, uh, just the atmosphere, right? I, I've yeah. never really been to Texas too much, you know. I uh, I haven't been to the rink yet either, so but I watched on TV, and, you know. It looked like the the crowd was buzzing and, and everything was was looking good. So I mean, I, I think just getting I think just getting out there in general, you know, the, the injury has kind of sidelined me here obviously and um I'm just itching to play any lacrosse <laughs> yeah I can't I can't I can't even imagine yeah you, you mentioned that injury unfortunately went down uh with that knee injury during training camp with the chrome how's rehab going uh rehab's going good man it's uh I've been through this before so it's a little easier I guess so I know what to expect but you know that happened 10 years ago and I, I forgot how long the process is and, and how how tedious it is. So it's, uh, it's going good. I'm right on schedule with uh, my protocols and, you know, just trying to get stronger every day and, and hoping to get back out there. You mentioned that injury happened before uh, the PLL season. We were really excited to see you suit up for coach Sudo. Um, but you guys really had a lot of injuries with the Chrome last year. You know, Jordan Wolf went down uh, JT Giles Harris didn't even get to suit up. He was Sudo's first round pick. A couple guys are, are retiring. Your squad's going to look a lot different uh, come next summer. What's kind of the expectations for, for the Chrome going in, uh, to next summer? Well, I mean, I think, you know, we definitely got hit with the injury bug there. <laughs> like, was not expected. I think, you know, before in training camp, we are all feeling good and gelling really well together. You know, we I played with that group uh, in Rochester yep. with the Rattlers. 
Um, so, you know, it was, it was, we have a good core group there and obviously seeing, uh, uh, JG and Joel, um, retiring, you know, they're heck of players and, and leaders and teammates and friends, you know, so I think for us, it's, it's focusing on just trying to get better. I mean, um, the season, that, uh, this past year, um, I think could have been better. And, you know, I think we're going to be playing with a chip on our shoulders, looking to, uh, do some damage that's awesome yeah and and i'm curious you know the league announced there was reports yesterday that, that there's going to be some free agency going on coming coming up pretty soon for the pl what's your thoughts on just kind of that for the outdoor league going forward yeah i think it's good giving players uh op- more opportunities to to test free agency and stuff like that i think that's uh that's a positive we agree excited to see uh some movement going on and, and kind of more details yeah. on that coming forward so um love to dive into uh some turtle island stuff with it you guys are headed to to uh to camp right now uh talk about kind of the expansion of turtle island since we last talked yeah so i mean right we, we kind of i work too so i'm, I'm yep. kind of doing a bunch of different things and you know turtle island we started it to educate people and to you know, spread the game and, and share where it comes from. And, you know, we started uh, the elite team, uh, basically giving, you know, kids in, in our communities uh, a chance to get seen and get noticed by prep schools or, or going down to play in the States. And, you know, I think it's special and I'm excited to, to keep moving forward. Yeah. We're, we're actually in Ottawa right now uh, about to do a camp here in a little bit. And it's uh it's a, it's a good ride. You know, it's, it's, it's been a lot of ups and downs and, you know, it's a good learning curve to kind of see where, where this thing can go. Yeah. We're, we're excited to see where you guys take it uh, going forward, but let's, let's dive into uh, our, our quick hitters. Uh, the five and five. Uh, I'll usually Hutton asks the, the lacrosse questions, but I'll ask them since it's just the two of us uh, tonight. Uh, but Hutton's first uh, lacrosse question, usually favorite squad you've been a part of during your career. Um, wow. That's, that's a tough one. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think all of them are different. Um, I think the, the 2017, 2017 team in Georgia was was a special team and, um, we had a really good group that year and that was, you know, one of the, one of my goals in, in my entire life was to win an NLL. NLL championship so I think I'm gonna have to go with that one good stuff uh number two favorite venue you've played at could be uh college before college pros yeah uh definitely the domes up there um and then we played uh in mile high stadium on the fourth of July one year and that was that was cool there was there was a lot of people in attendance and it was uh it was rocking yeah, that's a that's that tends to be uh, a lot of the former MLL guys' uh, favorite. The the Fourth of July game always. You mentioned you mentioned the dome since you're a Q's alum. Uh, thoughts on Gary taking over at the helm? I think that's awesome. You know, yeah. he's one of the best players ever to play, or the best player to ever play. And you know, for these kids to to get him and get his experience and knowledge, you know. You, you, you won't get that anywhere else you know yeah. it's, it's something special and then you got Petro there as well and it's basically two two living legends that have a world of knowledge about the game and you know I think it's uh, it's amazing for the program and you know we'll see uh, 
hopefully they can uh, win a championship. Yeah, we'd love to see it. Uh, toughest matchup on, on that you've ever had to go against, uh, defending defensive wise. Who, who's been the toughest defender to go against? I would say um, Graham Hasek. Obviously, he's he, he's he's tough to to beat. Um, yeah. And then I would say uh, Tucker Durkin was all everyone field. Okay, all right. I was, you you could even say Graham for both at this yeah. point, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah, 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 honestly. Uh, and then last lacrosse related one Hutton is really wishing there was a lacrosse video game back. So, if uh, if one does come back, who should be on the cover? Oh man, <laughs> that's uh, that's a crazy question. I think, um, well, is it box or field? <laughs> that's uh, one thing that you know would would define a, an answer yeah i'm uh i'm uh um selfishly i'd rather have a box video game right away because i played blast lacrosse <laughs> back in the day so i, I want i want to oh, yeah. ps1 i mean i think it'd be cool to have like uh like maybe like five or six of like the all-time legends on there yeah. and then get into uh like on the cover and then get into uh you know, whoever's the top MVP or sure. whatever the next year kind of funnel it out that way. Yeah, that's good answer. That's cool. a very, very good answer. <laughs> uh, and then the quick hitters uh, for off the field. So this is uh, still sports related, but favorite non-lacrosse athlete to watch right now? It's tough. I like golf. So okay. I usually just watch um, who's ever's on, who, who's ever's uh, swinging, swinging the club around. All right, but I don't have a specific athlete. I, you know, like I like LeBron and, and Curry. You know, it's pretty cool to see what he did last night, and um, those moments are, are are special. And you could see it in his uh, mannerisms after after he did it. You know, it was kind of like surreal moment. I, you know, that stuffs that stuffs really cool. Yeah, it was pretty awesome to see see that he kind of and it was cool they stopped the game and was able to kind of take it all in at once, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Wow, these are these are some tough questions. I, this is um, the this is the second round of these, so we can't we can't ask the uh, the the easier one since we already asked you the first five, the first go around. Yeah, any anywhere that I can have a lakefront mountains. Um, you know, I think have. A, being on a lake or or a big river and having some mountains uh, i'd be good with that right. wherever good stuff uh number four uh if you could eat dinner with any like three people who, who would you pick do you think living or, or, or dead anyone inter- like that you'd always wanted to talk to uh eminem would be one all right um i think michael jordan would be another one and then um I'd probably have to go with like uh, probably like uh, a Probert, a Bob Probert, a guy who played in the NHL and was a fighter. And okay, uh, you know, seeing, I would like to see you know kind of what his uh, his deal is. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that'd be awesome. That'd be a that'd be a while. I'm sure things would go past dinner with that crew. I think that'd be a pretty awesome night. <laughs> yeah. It might be. <laughs> uh, and then uh, my last uh, off the field question. Uh, 
Any TV shows, podcasts you're binging right now? I like Yellowstone. You know, I think it, it's, it's such a sick show. I've been yeah. watching that. And then uh, podcasts. You know, I listen to this podcast. I listen to Joe Rogan yeah. um, quite, quite a bit. And then uh, Back of the Bird, I, I also listen to it. I literally just got into Yellowstone a couple of months ago and I've been binging that pretty hard. I'm excited to see that. Uh, was it 1883? That new, the new one that's coming out, the like offshoot show. That, that looks pretty sick too. Yeah. I'll, I'll be watching that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then so, last question. Yeah. And then last question Hutton always loves to end on. Uh, I know you gave it the last time you're on, but what's some advice uh, you'd give to a young player? looking to play professionally one day. What, what advice are you giving to the kids in Ontario tomorrow? Have fun with it because you never know when it could be taken away and, and just live in the moment with those, with those opportunities you get on the, on the floor. That's awesome. That's, that's great advice uh, for our younger listeners. Well, man, we really appreciate you hopping on again. Uh, you're, I think, our, our third recurring guest. So uh, you're in good esteem. I think Tom Shriver and uh, yeah, and Kylie Miller were the other two. So I really, really appreciate you hopping on and good luck with rehab and, and we look forward to seeing you on the floor soon. Right on, man. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, so welcome back. We appreciate Randy hopping on and speaking with Adam uh, this past week. Um, but now let's go look ahead to this coming week in the NLL um, and go with our matchups of the week, Adam. So I'll, I'll let you start off. Who's your matchup of the week this coming weekend? Yeah, I know. We don't have to wait long for my matchup. It's a, it's the first game of the weekend, and that uh, is the Warriors versus Mammoth. I think this is a really interesting matchup. You know, two teams that currently, I know it's only uh, a few weeks into the season, but they're both 2-1 and one, uh, atop the West right now. And uh, it's two teams looking to make a name for themselves. Obviously, the Mammoth have been competitive for a while now, and uh, the Warriors are surprising to some people. So I'm curious to see uh, those two uh, kind of sides collide. Excited to see Dylan Ward and Cage against such a potent uh, offense for the Warriors in a number of different areas. So, uh, yeah, definitely going with that first game of the week, Warriors versus Mammoth. Yeah, no, and both are coming off a loss, so looking yep. to you know get right um, this coming week. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be definitely a, a good matchup. Uh, I'm going, though, um, to the East, and I'm going the Rock versus Bandits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bandits currently undefeated. They're the only undefeated team along with the Halifax Thunderbirds, so you only have two 2-0 two teams. Um, no team has three wins yet. Um, obviously, you know, that will change this weekend, but, um, the rock, I still think are a top contender. Their only loss was to the Thunderbirds. And I think this battle is going to be a juggernaut. Um, you know, both goalies are stout, you know, Nick Rose and Matt Vince. Um, I still think it's going to be high scoring though, given the firepower on both these teams. Um, so this is my matchup uh, of the weekend, uh, to watch, um, in Buffalo in bandit land. And, you know, it's one of those matchups too, where, Bandit land is so high energy that I think there could be a little bit of a home field advantage factor in this game. Um, just given the fact that it is in Buffalo, um, you know, and you get that a lot in some of these NLL arenas, you know, Saskatchewan's another one tough place to play. Calgary's tends to be a p- tough place to play. Um, you know, so that, that's something that's kind of more unique to the NLL than it is to the PLO, obviously with 
you know, them traveling to different locations, but that's my matchup of the week. Um, so that, that's the game I'm looking forward to the most. What are your thoughts on your picks for this week, Adam? Yeah, I just run right through in that first matchup of the week. I'm taking the Warriors over the Mammoth. I think they get back in the wing column. I, I know uh, I said I won't pick against the wings until they lose. They lost, but I'm still going to pick them. So I, I don't care. This is our podcast. I'm, I'm going to stick with the, <laughs> the wings there. Uh, taking Roughnecks over Nighthawks, I think. Uh, they, they stay on their winning ways. Taking Rush, Rock. Uh, and I'm taking Panther City to get their first dub uh, in franchise history over the Seals. I know that might be uh, a bit of a uh, shocker, but I'm, I'm taking Tracy Koloski. Let's, let's get that first dub under his belt as head coach. All right. Yeah. And you just talked to Randy Stotts, member of Panther yep. City. You haven't suited up for them biased. yet, but I uh, don't know if that's, you know, is that, that weighing on you or not? I'm yeah. going to go Warriors as well. Um, I also like the wings in this spot. Um, you know, again, I'm, I just really, you know, don't know how I feel about Georgia yet. They did have a big win thanks to a you know, phenomenal day from Lyle Thompson um, against the Riptide. Um, but then I'm going Nighthawks. I, I think this Nighthawks team is the real deal. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a close one against the Roughnecks. But, uh, you know, I give them a little bit, hopefully, field, uh, home field advantage, too, in Rochester. So I'm going Nighthawks. Um, I like the rush as well. Uh, and then I'm going Bandits at home. You know, as I mentioned, that's my matchup to, to watch. I'm big on the Rock. I really like the Rock. Um, but I think the bandits are right up there as well. So I'm going bandits in that game and I'm taking seals. Uh, you know, I, I want Panther city to get their first win. Just don't think it's going to come against the San Diego team. That's, uh, looking like they're clicking now, you know, after that first loss of the season, they really haven't slowed down at all. So, um, I'm, I'm picking the seals in that final matchup. Um, but that wraps up our NLL portion. We do have one final thing, you know, new year's is always good for resolutions. So we have some pro lacrosse resolutions for 2022. Adam, what are your pro lacrosse resolutions? I know this one may be far-fetched, but my resolution is for the PLL to expand to another team. I, I want as many teams as, as we can get. I know from a business perspective, it might not be uh, in the cards this year, but we usually see uh, the, the announcements in the fall, right? So, um, and we weren't expecting the Water Dogs uh, when we got them. Merger uh, was a, a bit of a surprise too, you know? So the, the league uh, has been known to, to surprise and excite its fans. So uh, let, let's have another team. There, there's enough guys. Uh, I, we, we talk about it enough, right? The, the last guy on the bench it could, could play for, for all these squads. So let's, and uh, as a goalie, I, I think some of those guys uh, should see some playing time. So uh, I, my resolution is for the PLL uh, to expand to another team. Uh, could be one of the MLL squads that, that they have uh, in, in storage currently or, or a brand new squad. So, uh, but yeah, that, that's my one resolution at the moment. And what you're secretly saying is you really want Barrage Lacrosse Club. Yes, uh, yes. No <laughs> Mirage, no Mirage, not hot. Barrage hot, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I love it. And like you said, like, you know, we're not getting expansion uh, for this coming season four, but they usually announce it in the fall. So we could see some expansion, you know, in the late 2022. Uh, definitely for sure. You know, we're hoping. And, you know, with the influx of what it seems like investment into the league, you know, there's a lot of groups um, and people wanting to invest in field lacrosse that were sitting on the sidelines until this merger happened. And the merger that was accelerated now has kind of allowed, you know, more investment opportunities to come into pro field lacrosse. So, you know, if they take another big leap, like they did in year three, I definitely think it's a possibility and I would love to see it as well. Hopefully maybe we get two barrage and Bayhawks uh, lacrosse clubs. <laughs> uh, that would be my pick for, for a team, but uh, my, my pro lacrosse resolutions, I have two. Uh, one is for the NLL. Um, to announce a U.S. sportsbook partnership. It sounds like it's coming. Uh, they just announced their Canadian sports uh, partnership, sportsbook partnership with Sports Interaction. So 
uh, you know, that's a great sign. Um, you know, obviously cool bet has lines, sports interaction now will have lines and they're incorporated in the broadcast, which is more important. You know, it's kind of bringing more eyeballs on the sport, the more people that bet on lacrosse, the more people are going to get watching lacrosse. So that's a very important, not only from, you know, me personally wanting to bet on it, but a growth standpoint as well. Um, and then, you know, fans to get out to NLL games, unfortunately, you know, with COVID, you know, this is kind of me hoping that things start to get a little bit better come this spring, you know, hopefully as the, the winter weather kind of goes away, people get healthier too. Um, but, you know, attendance hasn't been great so far. Again, it's kind of what to be expected. You know, they were away for a year um, now with COVID again, kind of resurging. Uh, it's understandable, but, you know, get out to games if you feel safe, if you know, like, again, I'm not going to tell anybody to go to a game if they don't feel comfortable, but if you feel comfortable, attend some of these games, we're planning on attending a wings game in February. Um, you know, maybe a few more too, as the season goes along, but, uh, you know, t- attend some of these games. It's a great environment, um, for your family, you know, to attend, uh, and you know, it's, it's a fun environment too. So I encourage people to get out to games. Um, and then my final one for the PLL is, uh, visit some new cities, there you know, they had to go back to some more of the traditional cities this past season, understandably, but, you know, originally on their 2020 schedule, they had Raleigh that Portland, um, you know, hopefully they can show some Canadian cities as well. Obviously the border will, you know, kind of play a factor into that, but go to new, some new cities, spread the game. Um, I'd love to see them to go to some of those places. Uh, you know, Nashville's one that, you know, I, I really want the NLO to have a team there. I would love to see, you know, the pro lacrosse, uh, you know, sh- showcase there, whether that's an NLL team eventually, or, uh, you know, the PLL going there. I, I just think Nashville is a fun city and a fun environment. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, go there. Definitely return to DC, Baltimore, Philly, you know, for us to hit those spots as well. But um, those would be the, the spots I, I recommend. So those are my pro lacrosse resolutions, but it's been another episode of pro lacrosse. We appreciate you guys listening. Spotify is now uh, allowing you to rate and review um, podcasts. So definitely if you don't follow us on Spotify, please follow us on Spotify. And if you are following us on Spotify or watching this on Spotify already, one click, click away, just give us a five-star review. If you enjoyed this, it helps us um, move up in the ratings and, and bring more episodes to you. So we appreciate you guys tuning in as always, and we hope you tune in next time to Pro Lacrosse Talk.